What's up, podcast? Super excited uh, on October 8th, uh, which is Columbus Day, in uh, West Orange, New Jersey, my family throws our annual super tasting, which I think is our 17th or 18th year. Um, 17th, I think. And uh, what this is, is a, it's a huge, we rent out the entire manor in West Orange, New Jersey, and we get 700 wines, unlimited food, oysters, cheese, like you don't need to eat beforehand. And we do one of the great you know, wine tastings in the state and the country. Uh, top flight wines, there's an incredible amount of uh, serious wine, but also fun wine. Uh, I will be there the whole time. Last year I showed up for the first time in four or five years because I've been busy. It was phenomenal, a lot of you came. So this is a road trip opportunity. Uh, the details uh, will be all over my social media over the next 48 hours, so you shouldn't miss it. You can go to winelibrary.com, winelibrary.com, and just click the top banner right now. It's pushing towards that as well. Uh, and there's a hotel attached to the manor in West Orange, so you can come and uh, drink some wine and, and sleep in, because uh, I know a lot of you can take off that Tuesday with the holiday or things of that nature. And obviously, if you're in New York and New Jersey, this is a must must attend event. I'll be mingling for the entire time. There's also a VIP ticket uh, where I'm doing a little select tasting for 50 people. Uh, I highly recommend you check that out. And uh, that's it. I can't wait to see you guys October 8th in New Jersey, 25 minutes from Lincoln Tunnel. Uh, And it's uh, what's really excited about this is a charity event and the proceeds go to fantastic charities including the Crohn's and Colitis Foundation which obviously affects me and my family with my brother AJ's Crohn's disease and so uh, all, all profits go to that and so it's just a win-win night. It would really mean a lot to me if you road tripped or you came out um, or if you brought some clients or your neighbor who's into wine. Uh, love to selfie it up, love to share some wines and uh, we'll see you there. Bye. This is the Gary V Audio Experience. Cause we're gonna be Guys, Gary B. Audio Experience after the app. And what's really fun about these two guests is unlike the majority of other people that are gonna show up on this show, I've known both these gentlemen for quite a long time. Chris Saka broke the rule of never talking about the jam session in some variety, some Vanity Fair, right? I don't, Aaron, what, right? It's been in books. Yeah, it's it's in books now, like cats out of the bag. Uh, in the in the mid to late 2000s uh, and early you know 2009 10 11 12 13 14 15 this thing jam session at South by and other tech events a group of 30 to 40 guys and girls would rotate we would get together at 11 12 you know p.m. and sit to three four five in the morning and we would just talk about the industry and both of these uh, men uh, you know Aaron a very much an early uh, adopter of the jam session a yep. core member and Ryan it was fun to see when Ryan started to join. Uh, he was a, a youngster, and it's been great to see his career blossom. So uh, let's start with Ryan. For the Vayner Nation here listening to the podcast, Ryan, why don't you tell uh, everybody who you are and what you do, and then we'll get into how that works with Planet of the Apps. Yeah, you bet. So I uh, started the company called Product Hunt, which is a community and a website to discover the latest apps, products, and things in tech, and been working on that now for over three years. That's insane. It's three years. And I should disclose, I'm an investor. Aaron, you know, good. Uh, uh, and so, <laughs> not yet. And, and prior well, to that, and prior to that, Ryan. Yeah. So prior to that, I was actually working in a mobile gaming uh, company. We're building a platform for game developers, mobile game developers. Back when the shift from Facebook to mobile gaming was exploding, so learned a lot uh, doing product there, and then ended up taking a leap and starting a company on my own. Fantastic. And Aaron Battalion, why don't you tell the Vayner Nation who you are? Uh, yeah, I'm. Uh... 
partner at Lightspeed Venture Partners. Uh, we are the folks who spend all the money on the show. Uh, and what did I do before this? I co-founded a company and was CTO of Living Social. Uh, sold a fuck ton of coupons on the internet. Yep. Um, all around the world. That was tons of fun to build and scale. Uh, before that, used to work was for Steve. Amazon. Did Amazon buy a piece of that company where they were a major investor? They were a major investor. Got it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, Washington, D.C. based. How many employees at max? 5,000. Yeah, so you guys really built one of those. You know, it was you and Groupon were the yep. number you know, yeah, they were the one and you were the two player, right? 40 to 5,000 employees in 18 months. Raised a truckload of capital um, and built and scaled a team and a product and experiences were sold to millions of people around the world. It was a lot of fun. Um, and uh, and so for everybody listening, these are really two men that I'm very fond of. Have watched them in da- jam sessions, make a lot of proper predictions about where the uh, world's going. Aaron was one of the people that probably educated me the most four years ago, three years ago about cryptocurrency, which is obviously top of mind for so many of you right now. Um, so I'm excited about that. But before we go into the history and the jam and other friendly stuff of how much we admire each other, let's talk about Planet of the Apps. Ryan, let's start with you. How did you get involved and and what's kind of been your journey? What's been your little slice of this uh, pie? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, you are to thank for kind of getting involved in the very beginning. So I think I think you sent me an email at one one day and you're like, hey, Ryan, uh, you want to hop on a phone and uh, <laughs> chat about something that I'm, I'm working on? And, uh, you know, we hopped on the phone, learned more about Planet of the Apps. Uh, at the time, they were looking for a consultant, someone to, one, give feedback on, some of the messaging, but also connect plenty of the apps and 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 the team to other people in, in the industry, in the tech industry, whether it's investors or founders and and companies. Uh, we ended up, you know, running a, a series of meetups actually leading up to Planet of the Apps. Uh, one, just to kind of bring the community together, but two, to bring uh, amazing makers and founders, developers to um, you know the people that were choosing who to put on the show. So there's actually a number of of teams and companies that are on the show. Uh, that you'll see in the coming weeks uh, that ultimately came through these meetups, uh, which I, I find encouraging. So it's been fun to, to see a little bit behind the scenes from like what it's like to build a TV show, which I've seen a tiny glimpse of, which prior to this, I've had no personal experience in that side of the world. It's been been fun. And who was the best person you worked with on the other side, on the, on the Propagator Apple side? Who's your single favorite person <laughs> that you jammed Link. with? Ling is uh, Ling's been awesome. She's been my point person in, in all the things. Yeah, none of this would happen without her. That's you would also idea. you would agree with me as well that Ben Silverman and Howard Owens grossly overrated Ling. She massively a, underrated. Yeah, she should get a pay raise. Yeah, like probably show. now. Aaron, I think it's good timing. <laughs> How about you? How did you uh, get involved? What has been your slice? And uh, uh, yeah, no, we got involved pretty early on and had the opportunity to be the venture uh, side of this show. Um, I think it's pretty exciting uh, at this point in history if. Um, apps are part of popular culture, and there are things on our home screen that we use dozens of times a day. Um, Apple's finally telling that story and telling the story of the developer. And if we can be part of, I think uh, Will I Am the other day said he wants people to uh, aspire to be Zuck and and not just aspire to to be an athlete. And I think if we can put shows like this in front of millions of people, uh, and the commercial last night during the game was pretty awesome. Um, let's like start telling the story of the developer. I think it's amazing. And how did that go down at Lightspeed? Like, did you know? Obviously, it ended up being four of you. Correct. You know, it was funny Correct. little inside so it's track. Our consumer team. Inside track for everybody listening at home. When when this first came into my inbox, the first conversation I had with Howard and Ling, I actually was probably pushing a little bit more towards being the singular person to be pitched to. 
as kind of, you know, when Ben Silverman first thought I wasn't enough of a star, he kind of thought, well, let's put him at the end. Then when he when we had lunch and he realized and he realized, holy shit, this guy is not only he is the singular star, not only one of the stars. I got part of the mentor thing, but back up, yeah, guys, yeah. guys, you get your chance next. Yeah. Uh, at, at Lightspeed, how did it go down? Did they say, hey, how many people want to be on the show? You obviously looked yourself in the mirror and said, I'm a TV personality. That's you obvious. raised your hand. Like, how, how did that go down back at the pad? Uh, so Lightspeed uh, is a 20-year-old firm. There's sort of 12 partners who invest uh, our capital. Uh, we have about $4.5 billion under management. Um, and for us, this uh, was an opportunity to try something new, right? Venture is all about trying things that are non-obvious. Um, and I don't think uh, every venture firm uh, in Silicon Valley would have made the call to join the show, but we were pretty excited. Um, I think we will discover incredible, and I think we did discover incredible entrepreneurs. Um, and this is just the beginning of many seasons of what That's is a, cool a very show. nice PR answer, but what uh, about this answer? Who got to be in those four seats, right? Oh, I mean, Jeremy's yeah. so, self-explanatory no, because of his incentive dressing and, fashion. you know, yes. It's pretty simple. It's a consumer team. So I see. So we have an enterprise team that invests I in see. App Dynamics, Nutanix, Microsoft, enterprise software. Then we have a consumer team. How uh, many people on the consumer team at Lightspeed? Four. Period. Period. So it just worked out. Uh, yeah. yeah. So propagate peeps. If there was three, would have there just been three judges, or do you, like the, like were you guys debating? Like I know you're off camera right now, but off audio. But if they only had three partners, do you think it would have just been three that you pitched to, or you would have always pitched for four? We, Howard. We were open. You were open. Very cool. Yeah. But we wanted the conversation. I get it. Right. I get it. Ryan, They're you've watched the first step. At Ryan, how many episodes have you seen? I don't know if you've gotten inside glimpse. I mean, obviously, we're 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 recording this. We'll probably play this in a couple of weeks. Um, but one has aired. The second one airs tonight. Aaron earlier referenced the commercial that was during the NBA Finals. Uh, Ryan, have you only seen the one? I've seen. So I saw the first one, and then I saw prior to that, Ling gave us a preview of. Uh, I think. I think episode number two, the one Got that's it. airing. Tonight. And so, and so, what has been your early takeaway um, from this? Obviously, what I'm fascinated by, and I'm sure Apple and Lightspeed and and the brands and the app developers is there's this faction of the hardcore tech world, the app world. There's popular culture. You've got real celebrities as mentors, and then you got mm-hmm. me. You know, like what what's been your <laughs> early take? Obviously, you're associated with it, but kind of taking yourself out of it. What's, what's synthesizing in your brain right now? Well, you know, I, I want to echo a little bit of what Aaron said in that, you know, technology is increasingly one part of our culture. It's how we live our lives, how we communicate with our friends and family. Like the, the, the apps in your home screen uh, influence your life dramatically. And actually, it's very similar to how other forms of entertainment and media also are influencing how we interact and how we think and 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 in the form of like music. So today's kids are, are, you know, before they were learning to play the guitar, you know, or banging on the drums and they wanted to become Jimi Hendrix or the Beatles or whatever it may be. And today there's still some of that, but there's another, another generation of, of kids and, and young makers that are wanting to be an ex Zuckerberg and building apps and hacking on Chrome extensions and all these different little toys and tinkering. And, and so, you know, my interest in excitement about the show is really just putting a light on, these people that are building these things and highlighting the different types of people that are building different types of apps and creative ideas, the types of things that I see on product on a daily basis Ryan, and giving light to those types Ryan, of things. Ryan, how old are you? Pictures. 12. I'm 30. 30. So, <laughs> and, and, and were you, and were you a developer? Like, were you a hardcore nerd? Were you like a true nerd? I was a nerd, but I'm actually not an engineer. I've like hacked and built websites, but I don't. And I, you're 30. I, I so, and Aaron, how old are you? 
37. Right, and you're a CTO. You're like a real techie, right? So being 37 and being real techie, you actually remember being a true nerd where it wasn't cool to be a nerd. Absolutely not Right, Ryan, as being a 30-year-old, was tech... Like because of MySpace and 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 Twitter and and Facebook, when you were in high school, did nerd chic exist or were nerds still more like Aaron? Aaron clearly was like, stay in the corner. We're gonna beat your fucking ass. I had if friends. You talk. Let's be clear. Okay. I had friends. But other nerds. Other nerds. Yeah. Yeah. Ryan, for you, did that vortex change? Like, were we living in a world where nerd chic was real, or did thirty just miss it? You know, I think it was kind of in that that uh, in between state. I I certainly would rather not watch sports but like play video games when i was a kid and i used to hack my xbox and you know stay home on a friday night to like build a website or do stupid stuff is like it that. weird for you two but, nerds to see that nerd is now mainstream and what you loved as a kid like aaron let's really focus yeah, on you no, I, because you're a big nerd thanks. right i um, say geek but fine, fine but like really 37 <laughs> being yeah no being i grew the up writing to be code a CTO, exactly yeah. like Since for you 12. right so for you that was really a different culture. Is it crazy for you to see the thing that you grew up loving? Now you, the 15 the year old you can get the good looking girl, not the quarterback. Like, does that blow your mind? I think uh, it's, uh, back to crypto, it's kind of crazy because now all the nerds are getting rich. rich. Right, um, that's been yeah, happening by the way. Uh, not at the same rate. Yeah, but it is. Uh, anyway, nonetheless. nonetheless. So, I mean, no, maybe I not mean, mining. Right, not <laughs> mining, but like having bought early and been in mm-hmm. early. Um, no, when I was a kid, I, I would write, stay up late and write code because I actually liked it. It was a hobby and became a job, and now it's part of the world that I live in. Like owning an app now is a status symbol on Instagram because the club promoters have come yeah. into this game. Totally, totally. Like it's just crazy, isn't it? Yeah. No, but I, I mean, it's awesome because that's where the money's being made. That's where the opportunity is. Like Apple and other people. And built- the art, right? It's not just about money, sure, right? Because sure. what I think has really happened is app development and this whole movement is now culture. There's a rock star status that didn't exist. And by the way, not super different than me, not that business kids that were flipping things, like baseball cards and stuff like that, it didn't have the extreme nerdness of like computer kids, Right. but it wasn't sports and it wasn't music. You know, entrepreneur now is at the height of its pedestal. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, I think it has to start going the other way actually pretty soon. Yeah. I'm, I'm enjoying these few minutes that I have um, where people actually give a shit and want to take a selfie. You're going to go back uh, and build another wine <laughs> store? Listen, I'm so pumped <laughs> when entrepreneurship isn't cool again. Like, because I'm never leaving. So, right, right. In college, when I studied computer science, it was the top of the bubble. It was 2000. And there were all these kids in my computer science classes that didn't actually like the work, they just thought it was hot. Right. And then, and, then, and then I'm like, it collapsed and they all left, which was kind of cool because then the true nerds were still in the room. Well, that's why I loved the 2003, 4, 5, 6, 7 yeah, era. It was great. Because the internet was getting big enough to be real. Yep. But the people that were in it were really in it. Like when yep. I think about like Kevin Rose and his yeah, ilk, yeah. they were in it, right? Yep. They like, that was, and now what we're in now is everybody thinks they have a t-shirt company and because they have an Instagram account, they think that they're in tech. Right. Not everyone is an entrepreneur that thinks they're an entrepreneur. There's a big difference between someone building an app because they clicked on a button or bought something off some store versus built a team and built a Ryan, company. Ryan, what's happening built- on Product Hunt? You know, you guys did a really good job, caught real popular culture in our space and then crossed over into that catching that wave of that middle zone. It's fun to hear you growing up in that middle zone. I think Product Hunt was a middle mm-hmm. zone product. I think you connected yep. kind of the geek culture to a little bit more of a consumable to somebody that didn't know as much about tech. What's Product Hunt's 
you know, vibe right now. What's going on over there? You know, you know me. I'm a pretty passive investor. I have no goddamn idea. I'm actually genuinely <laughs> curious. I like a, I like an update as well, an investor and everybody sold, listening. Yeah, he sold a company. So, well, I get it. Yeah, but yeah. Like, so what's going on? Yeah, yeah. I mean, so uh, you know, I won't go to the the acquisition stuff unless we want to. But um, you know, we're still focusing on how do we surface awesome, cool products and. What we see on Product Hunt is kind of a representation of different trends and different things that people are excited about. You mentioned cryptocurrency earlier, and we're seeing more and more cryptocurrency-related things pop up. Ryan, what uh, happened? Today. There was a there was a conference, right, Aaron? There was a conference that really got everybody's like everybody freaked out a couple weeks ago because there were some statements made that really got people. What's the punchline there, Aaron? Uh, Am I, I right? I actually, no, I don't know what you're talking about. I think about. there was some at World Economic, there was an economic conference. That oh, I, not a crypto conference, like a normal conference. Yeah. That, uh, no, I don't. Ryan, I do you know what I'm up. talking about? Because that's I, what, I know you're talking about, I'm forgetting the name, it was two or three weeks ago. So what happened? Uh, like somebody's just gave it, kind of gave it a head nod that got people like kind of excited about it? You know, I don't know if it was, it's probably a series of events. I mean, part of it is just the, the fact that we're seeing uh, Ethereum and, and Bitcoin and all these cryptocurrencies just dramatically rise in uh, in value. Uh, or perceived value. Well, per- perception is reality in some ways. All value is uh, perceived, Ryan. Yeah, that's Ryan. true. That's true. The hell do you think I... a paper dollar bill is, Ryan? Perceived value. I know. Well, well, let me tell you. Let me tell you one of the the but, uh, yeah. the top. Hang up on Ryan. <laughs> Let's Ryan. move on. There's, the 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 serious question though is: Have you yeah. bought any potcoin yet? Uh, have not. All I, mean, I know. We should, we should talk all, about all I know is I own so much Doji coin. Doge. Doge, whatever. <laughs> I fucking bought a shitload of that. Is that zero yet? Uh, no, it's actually not zero. Uh, Did I, I make some real money? It's not Ethereum, but it's not zero. This is like the day when I went into my PayPal and realized I had like $48,000 there from like eBay stuff that I hadn't opened it in like 10 years. I'm gonna like open up my inbox. I'm gonna open up my Coinbase and be like Holy super sh- rich. Yeah. <laughs> uh, is that true? Your Venmo. Oh, my ve- is my Venmo completely out of control? I need to liquidate these assets. <laughs> All right. Uh, Dogecoin is at uh, a third of a penny. Good. I think I bought it at three pennies, so I'm, I'm, I've lost a fortune. <laughs> there you um, go. So, what's, so crypto, Ryan, what else? Yeah, so I mean, cryptos, it, a lot of people are experimenting and building on, on top of that, uh, building things off of Ethereum and other things. Um, you know, and then you just see a lot of random stuff. There's, there's actually something relevant to Planet of the Apps on Product Hunt today. And it's, uh, let me scroll down. The name of it is Scorecard of the Apps. So Oh, yes. This is an Somebody texted of, me about this. Go ahead. Yeah. So it's it's a simple website. It's basically a scorecard uh, tracking the different investments that each of the judges, yourself, Will I Am, Gwyneth, Jessica, uh, have done as each show is revealed. Who's winning? Uh, who's winning? Um, depends on how you count it. Um, Just say I me, mean, Ryan. There's only one one show that's aired. but uh, What's I the know, fucking I'm score right now? Me. Listen, we can't. Like, I'm looking. I'm sorry looking. that I'm nothing is aired yet. Who's winning? Hold on. Who's winning? You want me to say you, right? The site's getting uh, so I, much traffic. I just think <laughs> I just think it is me, considering Jessica's app did not get funded. Mine got a fucking bill. Oh mill. god, this is I gonna mean, get like, bad. It's not bad. It's you can't lose when the truth is spoken. The truth is, one show is aired. I, one app did not get funded. I, I, mean, I got I, a milli. You got a milli. So I, I'm winning. Um, maybe so far. Yeah, I know today's but gonna fuck me up. Why do you think I'm trying to sneak episode. this in before episode two falls in? Just <laughs> Yeah. Uh, Who's winning? So far, you're winning because you have a million dollar Let's investor. Let's move on. Um, <laughs> Check the site next week, folks, uh, at scorecardoftheapps.com. Listen, I can't protect against Lightspeed's terrible decision making. Um, <laughs> Companion so, is an awesome company. It is. It's actually uh, rad. Um, what else, Ryan? Because we're about to segue to Aaron and his genius 
of teaching me the blockchain three years ago and telling me that I would do lease transactions. No, I said Ethereum had much more potential than Bitcoin. Yes, you did. The functionality. And you taught it was yeah. And I and explained that, it to you guys a while ago. That really helped me get smarter. And Aaron has and often it, done we, that for it. It took three years to actually see. Anyway, sorry, Ryan. Dude, all continue. the stuff I talk about takes three years. So like that's why you're smart. <laughs> that's true. Ryan, you know I don't know. I I could go I could go on and on. There's everything from. Xbox launched the thing. I mean, E3 is happening. So yep. Atari is apparently, there's some rumors that they're going to be launching a new console. They released a, a teaser Atari. video wow. that was on Product Hunt the other day. Um, is Frogger you know, coming back? Like, I don't no, give a Pong. shit about anything Pong other than back. Frogger. You... Frogger's <laughs> underrated. We need to bring it back. Can Frogger do like a collabo with like Bape or something? Can Frogger just do something with like fucking Supreme or can somebody bring Frogger back? You know what? Have you played Pong? Fuck this episode. <laughs> Who gives a shit about anything else? If we can get Frogger back into the zeitgeist, this would be a success. Hey, hey, I got one. VR Frogger. You gotta, you gotta. No, hop have you tried frog. VR Pong? This is Dude, no bullshit. VR this is Frogger real. would actually kill people trying to run across the actual highways of America. <laughs> I tried Pong in VR and on an indoor soccer field against Nolan Bushnell, the guy who invented it. This is real. This is fucking real. The company he, just got when? funded. Okay. Um, it was awesome. You're totally blacked out in your screen. You're running around a, f a football field, and you're you playing just said pong soccer. with your you just said soccer. indoor soccer field, whatever. Jesus, what fucking field? I don't play sports. I'm a geek. Remember? I don't know which. Is Did which. you run out of breath quickly? No, I'm amazing. Are you in great shape? I crushed shape? him. I'm getting better. I love you. Getting better. Ryan, last licks on this episode. What do you want the Vayner Nation to know? Bunch of entrepreneurs, bunch of hustlers, startup founders. What what's a what's what's a parting shot? A parting shot. You know, I think uh, I always encourage people just be curious. And when I say that, like play around with technology, play around with things, whether it's cryptocurrency or you have an idea for an app, just tinker. Don't don't worry about the haters also that will judge your app and say, oh, this is not worth anything or no one's going to use this. Um, I think it's good that people can just create things because ultimately silly ideas turn into something meaningful. Nice statement. Yep, I appreciate that's it. That's awesome. Aaron, what's, uh, what's, what's on your mind? What's going on in the tech sphere? VC land, there's a lot of people listening that want money from VCs. Yep. What, uh, what, forget about the classic evergreen advice of like make a great product this and that sure. what's actually current to you right now on the consumer lens like what's 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 got you excited um i think consumer's so big it's hard to say just one thing i think there's some investments that we made recently that even outside of the show that we'll talk about soon um you can't I think announce those yet. that i can't announce yet you can't give uh, me an exclusive here nope after uh, all the years of friendship i love you but i love you but okay uh because right. it's the company like ultimately I'm along for the ride. I'm trying to be helpful. You're an employee. Company. No, I'm a helper. Does it suck not to be able to control your Fuck destiny? Yes. yes. Oh, no, no, no. Hold on. I can control my destiny. Ish. I can control the people I hang out with and the founders oh, that I back. Lot. I only do that because of the founders that I've backed. And it's You're their so full fucking of shit. job. No, it's You're their job. So... It's their job to tell their story. Right. I don't tell it without them. All right, go ahead. Uh, probably the thing I'm most excited about right now, and Gary, you and I talked about it a couple weeks ago, was the app coins. Yes. I think they're kind of incredible if you understand the mechanic and, and what they could mean for how we use products. I think a lot of people are talking, so AppCoin for the listeners is this concept of a unit of use often uh, built on Ethereum, built on a blockchain technology, uh, sold that it appears to be like equity, but it's actually not. Um, and it shouldn't be equity because then the SEC gets involved. Um, it's kind of sold through a crowdfunding campaign like a Kickstarter, one that happened recently there were a couple crazy ones, which I won't talk about, but I think one of the most legit ones recently was Batcoin backed by this browser called Brave. Um, it's it's an attention coin. 
So what they want to do is create a mechanism for you to buy a user's attention in a browser. Um, I'm so obsessed with this. This is kind of crazy because what they're doing is selling future use on the internet. They're giving, they're putting a wallet into the browser. They're giving everyone currency. So instead of an ad company buying an ad from Facebook and then Facebook showing it to you, they buy an ad and that money goes directly to you if you've seen it through this use of a coin. Now this coin can then get respent as currency. Can also get then traded for a random other coin like a file coin or a pot coin or whatever because it's capital that can get exchanged in real time. Um, but it's specifically not equity. You, you, Aaron, and that's what's you, sort of fascinating. Aaron, People are raising money. Aaron Ryan, do you guys think the word coin is going to be coming out of everybody's mouth over the next decade? Every, like the word coin. Every like blank company. Coin. Every company will yeah. be called coin just like they were like vowels removed back in the day. And just like every company's called AI right now. The next one's coin. Yeah, I mean, it's partly it's just, it helps people understand like what you're talking about, and when just people rally around us. It's the wrong word. name, though. I don't like it. Well, listen, social mean a lot. social media is the wrong name. Like every, like LinkedIn and YouTube are totally referred to as social media. That's true. Well, it's the same thing like a podcast. Uh, you know, that's the wrong name too. <laughs> it's called podcast just because iPod was. Like, you know what the worst name is? Planet of the Apps. <laughs> that was just for Ben. He's in the room. <laughs> um, uh, Aaron, last yes. parting shots. Uh, and shots. I shots. Don't know what I just um, said. I'm excited. There's some really cool companies on the show. It's fun to hang out with you, Gary. Uh, we should do this more often. Um, and like, watch the show. The show is all about these like young hustlers who are trying to create something. Like, I was a founder. I get it. I know how hard it is. I know how, how hard you have to work. And like, some of the people that get on the show are not going to raise any money. But let's go support them too. Aaron, what's your email? Uh, Aaron A A R O N at Battalion. My last name, B-A-T-A-L-I-O-N.com. Great. Uh, everybody, hit me up. Everybody the email Aaron. The whole Vayner Nation. All Vayner Nation, please email him and ask him Blow for money. up my inbox. Ryan, no. I love you. Aaron, I love you. Thank you guys for being on the show. Thanks, Gary. Thanks. Guys, thanks for listening to the audio experience. Two things. One, make sure you're watching my vlog on YouTube. And two, hit me up on the DM. It's going down on DM. <laughs>